Hey everyone, welcome back to LRC Chats. For this episode, we have a super special guest named Lorena, a Cal Poly Pomona student. And today we're gonna to talk about time management. So hi Lorena, how are you today? Hi, I'm good. Um, Why don't you tell a little bit about yourself to our audience? Okay, so I'm a first generation transfer student parent. I transferred to Cal Poly last fall semester and I've been full time. I transferred from Mount San Antonio College and um, a non-traditional college student, I would say. Okay, nice, yeah. And specifically, we invited you here today because of your diverse experiences, especially being a parent. Not only do you have your own schedule to manage, but also that of your children. So I think this is gonna be a tremendous insight for our listeners. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you mentioning that you're a parent, you're a student, and um, that you're very involved on campus. You know, you have many priorities. So how have you been able to set those priorities throughout your college experience so far? Well, it is not easy, but it's really doable. Um, I tend to prioritize school and my kids. So um, whatever, you know, um, outside um, scheduling that I have to do, Mm -hmm. um, it all revolves around that. Just my schedule as a student and a parent. So even if it's um, volunteer work or anything that I do outside of classwork mm-hmm. or being a mom, that's definitely what goes after. Okay, nice. So you've identified all these priorities that you mm-hmm. have in your life. But I think a really important question for all of us as students is, how do we organize these priorities? So maybe I'm not a parent and maybe I'm not that involved on campus but I might have a lot of homework and projects and and a job. So what's a great tip that you can give for how you organize your priority? Okay, so how I'm able to manage and put together my schedule is by having a really nice planner (laughs) that can show me like the monthly schedule and also the weekly schedule. So I go ahead and just start writing everything down and color coding especially. Like for one thing, I'll have like a purple marker or a pink marker or blue or orange, you know, just um, stuff that will help me um, remember and see what I have going on for that week. A lot of students say that um, they become like super dependent on their planners uh, throughout the semester. Is that your case? Yes, definitely. Um, I even take it... (laughs) everywhere I take it anywhere I go because um you never know you might come across like a friend or you know my family that want to schedule something and then I'm gonna have to look at my schedule first because like I said I prioritize school and my kids so um everything else it just comes third or fourth yeah Yeah. and for those of you that can't see it is a beautiful planner and it is nicely color-coded right (laughs) so no lies there so like talking about you know having the color codes and then I see that you also have like sticky notes here and there Mm -hmm. Um, what are some of the benefits that you've seen in your planner by making it so personal? Um, some of the benefits, it just keeps me on track, right? So I just, um, I, I don't know what I would do without it. Right. Mm-hmm. So now we've talked about the fact that you have your priorities and you just said that you prioritize your children and your homework, mm-hmm. which I'm glad to hear that you prioritize those things. Right. Yes. Um, so for someone like me, what is something that I can do to to help me prioritize more effectively? How do I know what's actually important and what isn't that important? Okay, so what I think 
that helps me is that I tend to look a little bit in the future um, past you know undergrad and I start thinking so what would benefit me um, in the future like if I if I see okay well I need to prioritize either going to church or you know a meeting that's weekly or a workshop or um, you know studying for an exam like I will study for that exam because that will definitely help me with my grades that will help me get into grad school that will help me get into you know the job of my dreams or whatever okay. and then um, so I just look at it that way so I look at myself in the future and I say what is important for me in the future that's important right now I don't know if that makes sense yeah so I guess what I'm kind of getting out of it is what is Lorena from five years from now going to be glad that you did today? Yes, and that's kind, kind of, of important. And yes, and then, and, and it goes down to like what I prioritize. So mm -hmm. like if I, um, I, I guess I can say a workshop or maybe attending a conference mm -hmm. because I also attend conferences. Yeah. Um, so I know that by attending conferences, it'll help me in the future because it'll just broaden my knowledge right. and whatever they have to offer. So definitely. Um, something that I heard once was you need to identify what are things that you have to do like you must do and things that you would like to do um, and maybe some things that you should do so if it's something that you must do I must do my homework I must feed yeah. my children yeah <laughs> um, those are at the top of your priority yeah. list um, whereas something that it would be nice to do it would be nice to go to a movie yes. but you know if I don't have time for it I don't have time for it yeah definitely that's something that I do all the time. I just have to prioritize that way because if not, you know, I do like, you know, if I know that I don't have an exam until three weeks, then, you know, for one weekend I'll be, you know, I'll dedicate that time to my kids. Mm -hmm. But it's always either school or kids and that's it. Right. Like everything else is just, you know, irrelevant at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And that goes back to knowing your priorities first, right? Yes. Um, and that your schedule should reflect your priorities. Yes, definitely. Um, oh. But but then you also mentioned that you're very involved on campus. Can you share a little bit about that? Um. Well, yes, I am a sociology peer mentor, so mm -hmm. I hold office hours. I do outreach. Um. Uh, right now, we're working on providing workshops for students. Um. Just outreach, really. Like we really want to get the word out there about our services. Um, I'm a member of AKD, where I serve as social media chair. Um, I'm a president of, a, of the Sociology Peer Mentor Access Club, so that takes up a lot of the time too. And then I attend conferences for sociology, and I'm going to be going to a lot of conferences this semester actually for Enough, um, which I'm a fellow of as well. Um, I'm a member and a volunteer for Girl Squad. And I'm also part of the Transfer Student Spotlight Week for the National Transfer Week in October. Wow, yeah, that's that's a whole lot of stuff to, to be involved in. And that's definitely impressive, especially as a parent uh -huh. and um, as a good student. So kudos, kudos to that, even if you weren't a parent. You know, congrats on being so involved on campus. Now, I'd imagine that though you make it sound really easy, it's not that easy all the time right trying to balance all of these things yes it's not easy and that's where my agenda comes in <laughs> yeah. because i have to write down everything like if i have to distribute posters for girl squad or you know i have a meeting or you know for the um 
the spotlight week and we had to have our photos taken so all of that was in just one day and then i had a an appointment with a professor so mm. all of that like i just have to write it down right. you know if not then you know i would be definitely lost without my agenda right yeah so as somebody then who is a parent and is so involved like you are what are the main challenges that you experience um with with staying productive um with staying productive i you know I study outside of school, right? And I study here on Saturdays. And whatever free time I dedicate to reading. But I don't really worry about that aspect just because I know when I'm going to dedicate my time to studying. So I don't really worry about that. But um, I like having my schedule done for the next week on Thursdays. Mm -hmm because that's when I tend to get the most like emails or, you know, or especially for Girl Squad, um, that's our schedules are due on Fridays, but a lot of times like Thursdays is when a lot of people contact me and then, you know, I know what's gonna happen next week. Yeah. I don't know if that answers the question. Yeah, you're, um, for what I'm hearing, you're really good at doing time blocking, right? So you pick a day out of the week or the month uh -huh. um, where you're doing a specific task, right? And do you think that reflects on your real life, like how you're able to say, okay, this time I'm at school and once I'm out of school, I, you know, have to deal with my kids and then, yeah. or I have to find a specific time for that. Do you do that for everything that you have going on in your life? Um, I do, but I, I'm also not so hard on myself, right? Like I, I let myself like drop the ball on purpose, you know, and I'll, I'll, do something else you know like i watch a movie with my kids or whatever because um we don't really have a lot of time to spend together because i'm studying or you know i'm doing something else so just having or consciously just you know not doing something that i'm supposed to so that i can dedicate time to them then i'll do it yeah yeah, so I think that's beautiful that even somebody who seems hyper productive mm -hmm. can still mess up every now and then. And I like that you said intentionally. Yes. You plan to fail sometimes. Yes. And that's a really good thing to have, I think, mm -hmm. um, because seeing someone like you may make students feel bad. Like, why can't I be that productive mm -hmm. all the time? But mm -hmm. but even you aren't perfect at it. Right? Yeah, no, definitely not. And I, you know, I purposely do these things because I you know if not then i'm never gonna have time right mm -hmm. i'm never gonna have time for my kids or right. for anything i i mention my kids a lot because that's like priority number one you yeah. know so if i can't do work or i'm not doing homework then i better be doing something with my kids you right. know so it's either or yeah. and then just everything else just you know i just forget about that yeah. mm -hmm. it almost seems that you have for example your kids right yeah your kids are your number one priority and that's not changing but with the other priorities, you're willing to modify them, put, you know, different priorities in different spots. Um, I modify them, but I also, I, I consider them really important. And I um, put the same effort I would as my own family, just because like once I know that it's on my schedule, like I better give it my 100%, right? Mm. So, um, you know, if I have an appointment with uh, someone like a professor, like I better be prepared for that meeting and have my work or whatever he's asking or, you know, just ready, you know, I just need to be ready. Yeah. So I'm really interested in if you ever deal with procrastination. So personally, I am a chronic procrastinator. Mm -hmm. I like to say that it fuels my creativity. 
<laughs> that um, if I just wait until the day before it's due, my work is going to be so much better. I don't know if that's necessarily true or if I've just convinced myself of that. Do you have any tips for those of us out there who who just like to procrastinate? I procrastinate here. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, too. good. Yes. Good. <laughs> no, We're all not humans. perfect. Right. Yes. And I sometimes procrastinate, but I, I always give it my 100%. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Like I mentioned before, um, even... If it doesn't concern my kids or my schoolwork, it's not important. No, yeah, it is important. Like if I schedule something in schoolwork or um, e- even a class assignment, you know, I sometimes procrastinate. And if I do, um, that's okay. But I'll still give it that one hundred percent. I don't know. If that's still considered procrastinating. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that is not. That, that is not no, procrastinating. You have the wrong okay. definition. No. <laughs> A day before. Okay, I've done okay. some work a day before. Yeah. Um, I make sure it's not like a big assignment, right? Right. Um, but yes, I procrastinated and it's... Um, I feel like I do a pretty good job, yeah. you know, even after yeah. I procrastinate. Right, but... so so you do it responsibly. Yeah. You're a responsible procrastinator <laughs> and it's always oh. in your schedule. <laughs> so intentional procrastination then. Yeah. And something that you touched on um, was beyond just time management, you're really good at energy management knowing like for example i know this assignment's gonna take me a lot of not only time but energy so therefore i'm gonna take those three days even though you consider that procrastination that's not so much procrastination (laughs) in the real world because you know that you know this certain assignment's gonna take you some some amount of time right yes well yeah because well for research for example like you need to research a week before or even before that Okay, so you gave us so much wisdom and insight just now. I'm going to see if I can try to wrap wrap it all up and, and summarize what you said. So you said that it is important to identify your priorities. So first and foremost, what are the things that I have to get done? And then you said it's important to organize those priorities. What are the things that I should be doing versus the things I would like to be doing? And then um, put all of those things into your schedule, starting with the things that have to get done, right? And for you, that leaves no time for the stuff you would like to be doing, but that's okay um, because you are doing what you need to do, right? And a big walk away for me is it's okay to procrastinate. (laughs) Procrastination isn't necessarily terrible when it's done responsibly, right? Mm -hmm. As weird as that sounds, I've never heard it put that way, so you should definitely write a book called (laughs) Responsible (laughs) Procrastination, um, and I would buy it. So if you could please give our listeners one tip that you have to help us all be more like you and just a little bit more productive. My tip would be to think of your future self and think about what you wish you would have been doing today. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's really deep. Can yeah. Be- the closing of your book <laughs> very philosophical <laughs> right so thank you so much for being here with us today um we really appreciate all the insight and wisdom that you shared oh, thank you for having me Hello listeners, my name is Trey Wen, and I'm the graphic design lead for the Academic Skills Program. This episode and its following message is brought to you by the Learning Resource Center at Cal Poly Pomona. Want to be ahead of the game? LRC Clips is bringing you short videos on how to get ahead in class, 
on campus, and after Cal Poly. We have topics for everyone so that anyone from aerospace to zoology can learn something new. Check us out on YouTube at LRC Clips and transform the way you learn.